What do we believe? It's important to know your heritage. It's important to know your lineage. It's important to know your pedigree. But also, as important, you need to know what to believe. What am I supposed to believe in? I know I'm Jewish, but what do Jews believe? What am I supposed to believe? So the great rabbi, philosopher, doctor, astrologist, the holy Rambam, Moshe, the son of Maimon, wrote 13 principles of faith. That is exactly what we believe. When you have accomplished and you have studied and learned these 13 principles of faith, you would know what Judaism believes. So we are now going to be presenting the sixth principle of faith. And the sixth principle is as follows. I believe with perfect faith that all the words of the prophets are true. The Maimonides is introducing the concept that there are prophets on this world, that God has bestowed the gift of prophecy to individuals, both men and women. But they are specific individuals in specific generations. Nowadays, there are no prophets that we know. But when we go back in history, Moses was the first prophet. And then after him, there were many prophets. Now, what is a prophet? A prophet is a human being who has been born with extraordinary intellectual capabilities who lives a spiritual life and his whole purpose is to be able to be a channel through whom God will be giving prophecy. So these individuals were born to be a prophet and they existed and their prophecies that they received from God in heaven was a direct channeling of truth and purity. And that is what the sixth principle of faith is, to believe in the prophets and to believe that the prophecies are true. Now, throughout history, there were many false prophets how do you know, how do you distinguish between a godly inspired prophet or a false prophet? It's when you take into account who the individual is. Is the individual a God-fearing, observant, saintly, kind, gentle, respected, intellectual individual? then you know that this must be the real prophet. But if the prophet is an individual who does not respect God or the Torah or its mitzvahs, is not observant, 
and is not scrupulous with every single law of the 613 commandments, then you need to ask yourself a question. Is this a true prophet or a false prophet? You would know a true prophet because you would know the person who is giving the prophecy. Now, being a prophet was no easy task. As recorded throughout history in the times of the prophets, most of the prophecies would come to them either when they are sleeping or when they are in a trance during the day and their physical bodies would at times go into convulsions and it was such a difficult experience receiving a prophecy from God. But we go through all the prophets of all history. They have taught us to what we have today. Starting from Moses, who was our first prophet, and working all the ways down through all the prophets of all the generations. The gift of prophecy is a gift that's not only given to prophets. Prophets, yes, predominantly are the messengers who deliver the message from heaven that needs to be delivered to the world. But we have been taught in the books of Kabbalah, in mysticism, that parents are actually given a little bit of a prophecy experience. So that is when parents make a decision to bring another human being to this world. And they go through the process, the nine months of pregnancy, and they go through the delivery. When this beautiful child emerges, that was a huge sacrifice and commitment from the parents to be able to make the commitment of bringing a new human being to this world and bringing them up and giving them the best opportunity to grow up, to continue humanity. That is a great sacrifice and a great commitment. And that is such a blessing that God gives from heaven for parents to be able to be a partner in creation in repopulating the world. Thus, when parents make this commitment, there is an, a reward awaiting them. And that reward is the gift of prophecy. Where do they have the prophecy? It comes in the form of how do you know what name to name the child? The child is being born. This child comes to the world. What should their name be? What should his or her name be? How do you know what name is deserving this child? How do you know what name should be the name that they will bear till the end of their life? Where do the parents know what is the right name for this child? To that, our sages teach us that God gives parents a taste of prophecy, that they are actually inspired by God to know what to name the child. So much so that in the words of mysticism, when you name a child, it's not just a label to identify the child by, but it actually 
is the essence of the child. It's the soul of the child is going to be brought out through the name. So when parents name children, they need to know it's no simple task. It's a huge responsibility and opportunity to be able to know what name is deserving this child. In the Jewish world, we name all of our children with a Hebrew name. And some have an English name as well. Myself, when I was born, my parents gave me only one name. It was a Hebrew name. The name Yisrael. Not Israel, but Yisrael. And on my birth certificate, that is my name. It's my Hebrew name. The Hebrew name is your essence. Your Hebrew name means something. It's not just a label, but it actually has a meaning to it. And just about every single name in Hebrew has a specific name to it. Most recently, I got a phone call from my son who was in Sydney, Australia, a rabbi of a very large synagogue. And a day after October 7, when the massacre happened in Israel, there was a circumcision ceremony at his synagogue. And when my son, the rabbi, asked the father, the parents of the baby born, so what name are you planning to name the child? And the father looked up and said, Kai, Kai. My son never heard of a name Kai and he was a little concerned that do the parents understand the responsibility and the importance of naming your child with a Hebrew name and my son said I never heard of a name Kai as a Hebrew name so my son asks them is this their his Hebrew name and they said absolutely it's Kai and my son asked, may I ask, what is the root of this name? Where does it come from? When tears start rolling down the father's face, when he said, it's an acronym for the words, Kedushat Eretz Yisrael, the holiness of the land of Israel. My son was just taken aback by it. Here is a day after the worst attack, attack Israel has ever endured since its existence. And what does he want to name his child? A name that will remind him how holy the beautiful land of Israel is. The name Kai, yes, but it means something. It means something very deep. And very, very special. This child is going to grow up to know that he was part of the healing after this horrible massacre. That he represents the holiness of Israel. So that was a prophecy that these parents got. That told them that your newborn child needs to be named for Israel. 
So think of yourself. Ask yourself, what is my Hebrew name? Do I know my Hebrew name? Find out if you have a Hebrew name. If you don't, it's never too late. You can always get a Hebrew name. And the prophecy will hit you to know what your Hebrew name should be. And that is the sixth principle of faith. Believing in prophecy, believing in the prophets, in the true prophets, respecting them, honoring them, and accepting that everything that our prophets have said is true. And everything that the prophet says came from God. When you have that as part of your principles of faith, you will connect with the prophets. And you may receive prophecy from God as well. It's considered the sixth principle. I can call it the sixth sense. That sometimes we get a sixth sense. Sometimes we get an inspiration to say something, to do something, or a premonition. And you wonder, where did that come from? How did I know that that, is, that was going to happen? How did I know what to do? That is because God chose to give you a taste of prophecy. Each one of us can create for ourselves to be a vessel to receive messages from God. When we were born, our soul came down from heaven. Part of the soul remained in heaven. Part of the soul is with you. The soul that's in heaven is your guardian angel. The soul in heaven always sends you signals, sends you messages. It's actually called in Hebrew, your mazal. You hear the expression mazal tov? That's the other part of your soul in heaven. Every night when you go to sleep and we become unconscious, our souls reconnect. And then when we wake up, our soul comes back to us. But during that time, they conversed with each other. And that is sometimes we have to go with what our soul tells us. When you know deep down in you what the right thing to do. To be on the right side of history and to be on the right side of humanity. And to be able to have strong faith in God. Strong faith in its prophets. Strong faith in yourself. And to do the right thing. That every, every act of kindness and goodness adds goodness to the world so that the world can be tilted in favor to victory. May God bless you. God loves you. May God bless our brothers and sisters in Israel. And may God bring home our hostages safe and well.